Nonetheless, we're back. We left off at dating apps. Zach, please continue, sir. Right. So I don't use a lot of dating apps, honestly. I hit a point where I was like, there's, I don't want to say a double standard, but there's a double standard, okay? Like, okay, go for it. Go literally, for it. every time I try meeting people in person, they immediately go off a visual and they're like, nah, I'd rather get swiped left than get a visual nah. I've had people straight up tell me I'm ugly. <laughs> like, and more recently, too, they're like, you got braces, you're in your 20s. Who, wait, 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 who are these people, man? Like, what? I've li- I don't talk to them, obviously, at this point, because <laughs> people in my life support me for my goals. But right, 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 that's how she go. They'll pass me by, and they'll, like, straight up curve me, because they think that I'm ugly, because I either got braces, I don't look a certain way, uh, I don't have the right interests, or and the interest part I can agree with, okay, that's fine. If you like going to the Chiefs games, and I like going to bars on Friday night, then obviously there's going to be a difference there. Um, or I've had a lot of people tell me that I game too much, I'm at home too much, and that's a big turnoff for them. Uh, I, everybody's profile straight up says, I want somebody who I can Netflix and chill with, we can cuddle, we can watch movies. I'm a homebody, and I'm like, great, I play games. Nope, deal breaker. Wait a minute, hold on, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So you have, okay, how do, you, how, do you ha- how do you have somebody, yeah, it is, because like that, that's the double standard of, of that is, it's, it's crazy. Um... So here's, here's the thing. The objective, I think, of men and women on online dating, because first off, and maybe I could be wrong, I do plan on having a female come on here to maybe dispute this or maybe agree. She could debunk this. But I think a lot of the women that are on social media, especially the good-looking ones, man, some of them are broken, man. Like, think about it. How do you, like, what are you doing on an online? If you're a, let's say, for instance, you're an eight, like, why are you on Tinder? Why are you on there for? And the expectations of online dating is just so high. They're very high. Like, for, for women, they're high. So They're high for some men, too. Because a lot of men, they either, one, want to find a partner, or two, they want to find somebody to smash. And those are two very different, you know, angles. Well, so for the guy who wants to smash, he's only there for, he's going to swipe right for everybody. He's going to be like, I want everybody to whoever I match with is good for me. I've the been, person I've who's been going there. for romance is, one, going to have a hard time with that. And two, it's very rare to find that online. It is. Um, I, I've, I've had some interesting matches, but we'll, um, I, I, I will say this. Like, the standards are, they're, they're obviously, they're, they're a little bit different. So, like, you could have, it, it kills me when women go on there and they talk about, I just, I'm looking for friends. Here's the thing. I have no issue with a plutonic relationship with a woman. I don't. But when you go on to a hookup site, like, what else? You, you, you're appalled by what I'm saying about what somebody says. What do you expect me to say? Like, hey, let's get cookies and milk and hang out? Like, no. Like, I've, you know what I'm here for. So on my profile, it literally says, well, when I, back when I had a Tinder profile, but they deactivated like, They banned me from Tinder, dude. I don't know what I did. May I? Who knows? But, like, I'm just, like, it just says, you know why I'm here. Now, that doesn't mean that, like, you know, and even, you know why I'm here. Like, but that doesn't mean that, like, oh, I want to sleep with every woman that I hook, that I meet. No, man. Like, you never know what that, because that girl that you're, see, you're, look at you on it right now. Well, hold on. Wait a minute, man. What the hell? <laughs> this is my profile picture right here, man. I'm looking clean in this photo. You, okay, Zach, you're looking clean, man, but, dude. 
and then I put the good stuff on. Do there. you not have facial hair, like like at all? Can you grow no. facial hair? And you know what? I talked to my friend Jennifer about this. Uh, she's one of my better friends, uh, and we're platonic right now. Um, you matched with her on Tinder, or no, like oh. we met because of going through work. I, she's one of the rare people I met in real life. Okay, cool. When cool, I was cool. working security, which by the way, the best Snapchat days for me. I, was I remember those. Yeah. Rolling through, I was working overnights, and she was working overnights, and we would talk a lot. And eventually, we got to a point like, "You want to hang out?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's hang out." And we started hanging out, got a lot in common, and we've just been kicking it. We've been friends for four and a half years now. Dude, so like your 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 profile pics do say a lot. Not yours, but like anyone's profile pics. My profile says, "I like tacos and I'm hilarious." Like, I'm gonna put some lengthy bio about my life story. I did that on like this now called Plenty of Fish. Oh, I did boy. or POF to shorten that because that's what the app says. <laughs> Literally, I put like a life bio on there and got like crap for matches. And people who matched with me were were only looking to smash or were only looking for a particular athletic type. And I eventually erased that, and I was like, look, check out my podcast. <laughs> Yo, straight dude, up. that's what I did. If you want to know who I am, I have a podcast that talks about me. I'm going to update that soon. Because I was like, I'm not going to waste my time with somebody who wants to meet somebody and then wants me to tell their parents, yeah, we, that we didn't meet online. So many people I've talked to are like, if you meet my friends or you meet my family, don't tell them we met online. And I'm like, why is that a bad thing? It's 2019. A majority of people meet online now. Wait a minute. So, dude, you everything you say, that's a lot of information to debunk real quick. Yeah. So, first off, they don't want you to... That's... Like, there's nothing wrong with... Like you, like you said, there's nothing wrong with meeting somebody online. Um, especially when, if you suffer from some sort of a social anxiety, man. Like, it's hard for me. I mean, because I'm not like a... I've never been like a smooth, like, you know... I find it pointless. Like, if you ever come, whenever you want to come out with me, dude, you'll understand it's hard for me or for anybody for that matter. It makes no sense to go out to a noisy club and then, like, spit your game to a chick, bro. Like, unless, of course, she's feeling you. Because I've seen it. Like, I do a lot of observing. I go all by myself sometimes. And I see, like, you could tell, like, the dudes who are the haves and the have nots. That's all the bar scenes are about, man. It's haves and have nots. Whether or not, if you have the good looks or you don't, or you have the bottle service or you don't, like, that's what it is. Like, there's really no, there's kind of that in-between, man, because, like, I'm funny. So, like, I could be in line talking about something and a girl will, like, the first girl I see laugh, I'm like, oh, I smell blood in the water. Like, I'm about to go for that, man. So, I, so that's what I do. That's, that's what kind of helps me. But, like, dude, they don't, that, that, oh, that's only in movies, man, or, like, on TV shows where you see guys holding a conversation with a girl in the north, next to the DJ booth and this music just pounding, dude. Do you know what it's like to have to yell something simple to a girl like, hey, what's your name? And then she turns around and she says something back. And a lot of women, some, not all, I've encountered some girls in the club who look good, but their breath is kicking, bro. Like vodka and asshole. That's what it smells like, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. But it, it, it's, it's easier, I think, online dating is kind of, oh, you can be who you want to be, man. And, and, they, and it's usually on their terms, on your terms, whenever you want to meet. So... Yeah, man, I, it's the dynamic itself is just kind of like whatever, you know what I mean? It's just like we meet, cool. If not, like coffee is a big thing now. I don't like coffee, but like some of the girls that I match with, like I suggest it. I'll make them pay. Like I'm not paying for any. I don't, that's another thing. I don't pay for anything, dude. I try not to. Yeah, I heard you talking about a podcast. Yeah, I, I try not to. I usually, uh, my parents raised me very old-fashioned. They're like, Dude. get the door for women, 
Be respectful. Nope. Nope. Always pay for dinner. Nope. Take them out to a respectable place. Nope. For the first time. I took a girl out to Slim Chickens, dude. I mean, that's cool. If that's what you guys agreed on. No, I agreed on that. I was like, yeah, we're going to meet here. And, yeah, that was that. Like, I'll go for, like, Applebee's. If we had Apple, we do. I think the, the they got one up in OP now. I'm so happy about. Oh that. yeah, you live out there. That's uh, right. yeah, the yeah, one yeah. up here, like when I found out that my entire childhood was gone, I was like, why would I stick around? They took out Applebee's, they took out Perkins, and they took out Ponderosa. I'm like, those are the three staples of my childhood. I love those places. <laughs> Ponderosa. Yeah, man, dude. that place was bomb. Ponderosa was dope, man. I'm not gonna lie. Dude. I love that place. They had some good dessert bar. They had some good yeah. food. They had, they, had a, they had a good Salisbury steak too. And then what good. was that buffet place? Golden Corral's gone now. They uh, moved that down the road like a couple miles. The one on an OP or the one here? The one up here. Uh, it's now a Chinese buffet. Or oh, um, it's over there across from Walmart. Joy Walk. Yeah, Joy Walk. The, the, well, there's one Golden Corral left that's right by Zona Rosa. Mm-hmm. Go to Crowd. I never I haven't been there in a while, man. I have to check that out. It's because my dad drove a truck on the road. When he got home, he wasn't interested in eating at home. He was interested in going out with the fam, having a good time. My dad loved Mexican food, but he also loved going to buffets. So mm. I'll go to Bob Evans or Homestyle Buffet over in Gladstone, uh, right in front of that Toys R Us. Um, <laughs> really dope. I had a lot of time. He loved going to Rancho Grande up here in Liberty. That place. A lot of good memories there yeah, at my pops. Yeah, I, I, I talked to a couple of chicks that still work there, man, and uh, it's uh, I don't go up there anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's just like, and most of them, like, I didn't even, like, quote-unquote ghost them, but, like, they would say some dumb shit, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. The next thing I see them, I'm like, just going to, like, spit my tacos or something, dude. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't try to anger too many women or friends in general, for that matter. I think the problem I've had the most with dating is, um, and this is just real talk. As soon as I met my friend Jennifer, and she knows this, we had like a heart to heart or whatever Go ahead. recently. I was like, since I met you, uh, my expectations have changed entirely. Because she is, you know, uh, what? She's like three, two or three years older than me. And she's got a degree in industrial science. She works at a chemical facility. She has a lot of money. She makes salary. She's doing good for herself. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. bought a house up in OP. She's really doing good for herself. And uh, I've like, ever since I've met you, and we've been friends. My standards for women have just totally changed, and that kind of. Mo- I only want to date exclusively older women for the most part. Dude, that's what my dad. Who are successful, me. who have something going with themselves, and the problem with that is, I didn't go to college, but I graduated high school, so I'm out there trying to make my best life happen, trying to pay for my bills, do my stuff, get my podcast out there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because women are attracted to people who are on their level for the most part. True. And older women especially, I've had a lot of trouble with because they'll look at me and first of all, I don't have facial hair. I don't have anything going for me. I got terrible genes in my family, I guess. <laughs> my oldest brother said he didn't get his facial hair, his beard, until he was in his late 20s. And I'm like, God help me if that happens because yeah. all I, I, I like older women for the most part. And on top of that, I like older women who are successful and have something going for themselves. And I like them a little bigger. I'm not going to lie. I, I like that. <laughs> a little attracted to that. Okay, um, okay. And that's a very niche category. And it's very specific. And they say that, in, you know, in romance, you can't be specific. You can't be whatever. And I'm talking to some younger women. It's just when you talk to somebody who's younger, their whole mindset's different. Like, I've talked to people who are in their early 20s or, like, right before that. Mm-hmm. And... They're still figuring themselves out. Yeah. When I was 22, for instance, I had I was working security. I thought I was doing good for myself, but I lived at home. I was angry a lot at the world because 
I just didn't see myself going anywhere. I was I felt like a failure for not going to college, and I was still in that phase. Now going on 26 here in a few weeks, I know that I've grown exponentially in the last four years, and I've I'm nowhere near where I was. Yeah, like mentally, and my like, goals have completely changed. Okay, I no longer care about status as much as I do. Um, you know, if I think I'm doing good, that's all that matters. Yeah. If somebody else sees my status and thinks that I'm lesser than them or not good enough, then you know, whatever, go find the door, because I'm not gonna spend my time worrying about you and your opinions. Dude, we were really hitting on some really good topics, man. Because I, I was, this is everything I imagined how the podcast would go. So we'll go back to the older women. Now you mentioned, like you said, that all that matters is how you feel about, about where you're at in life. You know what's crazy, man? Is like <clears throat> you feel like you felt like not going to college, you were a failure. Like, yeah. why did you feel that way? And I still sort of do in the back of my mind because. College is supposed to be that thing that springboards you into a career. True. And anything you have that doesn't have a future is a job. And if you're not making career money, if you're not advancing, if you don't feel secure where you're at, mm -hmm. if that's taken from you, what do you have? I work at work a call center, and that's a great job. It pays me well enough. Yeah. But if you take away that job, what do I have? I have no recurring income. I don't have a degree to find a new job that pays an equal amount. I'm back at square one, essentially. Okay. And that in the back of my mind terrifies me. Because what if I walk into work one day, they're like, mm, you were kind of replaced you. I've been there for two years. I don't think it'll happen. But at the same time, what if it does? I always yeah. have that like in the back of my mind, like a contingency <clears throat> going on. Job, yeah, job security, I think, is something that's, uh, that it, it doesn't solidify it, but I, it will, it'll be like, okay, you put in the work. It, it's like, dude, because I, I graduated from community college. You know what I'm saying? So like going to Maple Woods, it's it's a different kind of a standard because being an African American man, you know, it's just like you wear it as like a badge of honor. Like you see a lot a lot of it, and I'm not trying to make this into a race thing, but like when you're an educated black man, people look at you differently. They look at you differently. They they look at you like like for you, you don't have an education, but I'm sure that like people for me it's like if I didn't if I didn't have a degree in anything, they'd be like some in their minds, like subconsciously, it's just like, oh, well, I, that's what I kind of figured. That's what I kind of figured. Or, or the conversation shifts when I'm speaking to like older people, and they're like, so what do you do? And then on their mind, they're probably thinking, oh, he's probably working, you know, at Ford. And there's nothing wrong with working at Ford. But when I shift the conversation, I open my mouth to, oh, I'm working, I'm going to school, I'm working multiple jobs, and I'm going to school for IT. Well, then it's like, whoa, well, that. Well, I know some people in IT, you know, well, do you ever need a reference? You know, give this person a call, I'll refer you. It's different, man. And it, it, the conversation about education, dude, whenever people ask you, so what are you doing with your life, man? You ask them, oh, oh I just, I'm just working, you know, I'm just doing that. What about you? Oh, man, I'm going to school for my master's, man. And like, yeah, like you may feel a little inferior, dude, but at the end of the day, man, I just think that dude, you just got to stay in your lane, man. Like, do what makes you happy, you know, and, and like it's never too late to go back to school, man. I'm in school for the sole purpose of what you just said. I'm scared of if, my, if they decide to come for my job and go, oh, hey, you know what? We're going to uproot this department and we're going to move elsewhere. That's like, what am I going to do? You know, but as long as you got something in your back pocket, dude, you'll be fine. But Yeah, like real talk. Remember when uh, Telltale Studios went out of business? 
I don't know if yeah, you know about the story, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, the the studio that makes all the Telltale titles, like the you know Walking Dead and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Batman and stuff like that, they made yeah. a bunch of baller Telltale games that are on all consoles. The studio went under uh, for financial reasons, mm-hmm. and literally the entire studio, hundreds of people, were without a job, just wasted, and they were just out of there. And the nice thing about that is they were they had that degree for you know. Whatever it is they had, like IT or whatever, game development or whatever field they were in, in gaming. And the nice thing about when you have a degree in a community like that is you. I saw this all over my Twitter feed. This is why I love Twitter as well. You can just see everything happening yeah. unfolding in front of you. And there were so many people tagging people and businesses saying, hey, we're opening. We have job openings here. And they tagged a bunch of people at Telltale Studios and people were sharing stuff. And it was really inspiring because if you, if you have that background and you... You have that to fall back on. Yeah. You know, your family's not going to suffer because you lost your job. You're going to be able to hopefully recover with some contingency that you've had saved up in the background and then pull yourself up versus just having a job and, like, you're working um, at McDonald's and then you lose that job. Well, what do you do now? Bounce over to Taco Bell or something if they're hiring? Well, I think in terms of not having an education and working at a job that, um, you know, like a McDonald's, for instance, I think you owe it to yourself as a worker to not just go through the motions, like or settle, or settle, because then it's like, like for my job, what for what I do at KU, like oh, I just name drop, but whatever. Love, I love that where I work at, but in in the field that I'm at, it's just kind of like, you know, like you want to come in and you want to bust your ass every day, like you want to do that, but at the same time. Like if they uproot my department, like it's what what are you expendable? Like, can they replace you? Yes, and in my in my field and what I do, yes, they can replace me. That's not a problem. But it's just like when you move up. So if you're you're at McDonald's, you're a worker. Then you work your way up to being crew crew leader. I'm not sure what the levels of yeah, hierarchy. Yeah, I never worked, so I don't know. So crew leader, and then you move from crew leader to supervisor, then supervisor to store manager. Well, who are they going to get rid of? If everybody, if they're going to do a clean sweep of workers, they're going to get rid of the grunts first, or the people who are lower on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So I think that like you owe it to yourself, not you, but like anyone who's working a job, be the best at that. And it, it's harder. It's easier said than done, man. It really is. Or at least find a job where you can take that experience somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. A, I've had jobs hire me because of my two months at FedEx because they saw that as some sort of productive experience history. Yeah. And I was like, I was almost not going to put that on my application history because it was two months and it doesn't show longevity. Yeah. But it helped me get a job once. Yeah, like it, it, it and it's, it, it, that's one of the things that does help. But it, it's, it is scary, man, but it's also stressful. Like sometimes, man, like I don't, <clears throat> I don't struggle through like depression, but at sometimes it's just like, what if I do all this work and it leads me nowhere? I'm 20, I'll be 27 in the next month. And what if I, what if this doesn't pan out? You know, I've, I've applied at certain places for IT. They're like, now nah, we're looking for a different skill set. And it's just like, damn, what am I going to do? But at the same time, though, deep in the back of my mind, it's kind of exciting because, like, the sky's the limit, man. I don't have any kids. I don't have a girlfriend. Even if I had a girlfriend, I'm still going to do what I want. I'm going to leave. But, like, with a kid, it makes it a little bit harder. And that's because mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, having a job. And that's another thing, job. When you say job, it's just like, oh, my job. You hate that, like you feel you feel inferior versus somebody who may work for a company like a Cerner or who may work for a, jo- a big a, a, a company that's that's compensating them well. But at the same time, they're like 
you got to give yourself credit that you're not just on the streets. You're not, you know, you're not hustling people out of money. You're not robbing people, man. Like that's everything that's going to happen, bro. It'll all come to fruition. I think I've hit that moment in my lifetime where it's like, okay, maybe I don't have to spend all my time trying to work on hearing about people's lives, man, or I need to work on myself because I've neglected a lot of my needs for the sake of other people's wants. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Being that a people pleaser definitely sucks. Dude. I've been that my whole life. It's, uh, I've wanted to make people happy. I yeah. feel like if I'm a very social person, yeah. so I, I, I don't want people around. I need people around. Well, I feel I like that, yeah. I, I need to have some sort of social interaction somebody I can talk to. And the last couple of years, I've had really, really close friends. I love my friends. But I don't really have anybody that I, like, get deep into conversations with yeah. about, like, life stuff. Yeah. And I, I've gone through this where, like, I, I like where I'm at in life, but I always think, why didn't I do this? Or why didn't I do that? Because I gave up writing after high school because I had a couple of really good friends I've been friends with for, like, five, six years. Mm-hmm. And then we, we stopped being friends by junior year because of some, some just, you know, high it school ha- stuff. It happens, it ha- it you happens, know? yeah. People fall apart, and you know, in high school, you know, you you think that it's, the whole world is ending. You know, oh, they picked that side, and now I'm alone, Dude. and everything. It's drama. I go through that I to this day. I hate drama. Okay. I don't have anybody in my life right now who starts drama, and if I do, I drop them. Yeah. I straight up tell them, don't bring that stuff into my life. Bring positivity and, and something good, or just don't come. And my friends all do that. They bring good stuff, and that's why I felt so elevated. You know, in my relationships, but there there are moments where I'm I'm hitting this point where I'm finally back, moved out. You know, my dad passed away, and I use it as an excuse to just stay at home. And I was like, oh, my mom needs me. Oh, my mom needs me. I'll stick around. When really, I'm not even doing anything to help her except I'm paying for the internet, which is like forty bucks a month. Okay, I'm not doing anything. I'm just I'm just letting my life slip away and living in the back corner of her trailer, <laughs> just not doing anything. And I moved out because I was like, it's time that I just start doing something with my life. And it's expensive, but I have this job and I can afford it. And I got my friend here who's going to live with me and we're going to get a place together. It's his first place and my second. And I've so far, I've enjoyed it. And it's been great. But I always have those moments where I'll get a little bit depressed because growing up, I had really bad depression, but I didn't tell nobody that I had yeah. dealt with it myself because my dad was always in the mindset where, you know, if you have a problem, <clears throat> give it to God and he'll take it away from you. You know, let God carry the load and all this stuff. But I didn't believe in that growing up. Right. And I didn't want to believe in that. And so to this day, I have a hard time believing that. But I was just dealing with a lot of stuff because especially after I lost my friendships my junior year, I just went in a spiral. I just went, I didn't care about writing. I didn't care about anything. I wanted to just graduate and move on with my life. And then when uh, me and my first girlfriend broke up, that was like the last straw for me. Damn. I, I literally just went to a place... That was very dark, and I just, I was done with even trying at that point. And I've heard this a lot, and I kind of agree with it. They say that people who hit rock bottom don't try and take their lives. It's when they get back up just enough to get more energy. Because when you hit rock bottom, you don't have the energy to squat. You're just defeated. It's when you start to pick yourself up that you gain a little bit of energy, a little bit of momentum. And I finally got to that point, and I was like, you know what? Maybe if I just keep going, something will happen. Something will happen. And life progressed, and I'm here where I am now. And I feel like I'm happy that I uh, 
got through it because looking back, you think about you you immediately see all of your flaws. Yeah. You're like, yo, if I had just done this, or if I had just talked to this person, or I had just leaned on this person, you'd be so much better off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you beat yourself up because you're like, I was a dumb piece of just crap. I should have leaned on people. I should have stopped thinking that I can do this myself. But I was raised that I'm a man. I have to act like one. I'm the provider. Yeah. And when I meet somebody and I live with somebody, I'm the provider. I have to be the one who provides for them. I have to I have to live up to that standard. I have to be a gentleman. And liking older women doesn't make that very easy because uh, they're older, they're more successful usually, and they're going places with goals and ambitions of their own. And I can't just overshadow that because that's not how it works. So I have to kind of adjust my standards and say I can still be a man and I can still be a gentleman but I don't have to be quote the provider like in the Old Testament. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My dad was really pushing that on me and it's I, I agree with a lot of things the Bible says, but a, a lot of things that I don't agree with are mostly about like relationships and stuff. Like not to say that it's it's dated, but I think that now um, in 2019 especially people don't give a crap what it says. Like, the Bible technically says don't live with your significant other until you're married to them. Right. And definitely don't smash. You know what I'm saying? Like, get that out of your mind. <laughs> that's not happening until you put a ring on that. And, and that's just, people nowadays, that's literally how good you smash is going to make up their mind if they want to be with you. Straight up. That mean, I mean, that's real talk, right? I there. mean, you, I mean, you, you got to. Had women tell me that you got to put in work, man. <laughs> and if you're if you're terrible at that, or you're just not good at that, or you know, you just don't meet some kind of standard. That's it for you. You could be the greatest guy, personality match, but it's just that one thing. You know, <clears> it's got to be good. Well, what if I told you, man, that in that and every by the way, everything you just said, dude, like from. Uh, from your childhood, that's everything I've experienced, man. So like, yeah, for somebody like to be a, to be a people pleaser, it's uh, it's a bitch, man. I'm not gonna lie. But back to that, what if I told you, man, that even though like that's the standard of what women want in a guy, what if that's just how it is? So, do you get your ball and go home, or do you take your ball and do you play ball, man? I mean, what do you do? I think. That the um, the standards of modern day society, man, like we have to adapt. You have to adapt because we're in an era now where they're pushing uh, female empowerment. So where women are making, they're calling the shots. Because back in the day, dude, like in the early like '90s, you know, according to you know, I had a couple sources that I had that grew up in the '90s and the 2000s, it was different, man. Like men were the ones that were calling the shots. Now it's it's flipped. So women are now calling the shots, man. And you know what? And I, I got a friend now, man. Uh, my friend, uh, my friend B, uh, Brian. He has a thing where like he wants to call out female, like like what females do. But I think it's falling upon deaf ears because they don't care. And the reason why they don't care is because like he may not be their type. It doesn't matter. So to say that you have to smash good, you got to do this good, you got to do that, dude. Like. Either if that's not your avenue, man, you know, turn, turn, turn on the next left, make the next left, make the next right. It, it's that's just what I've I've come to, and it's not like I'm saying oh I'm giving up and I'm no man like women have standards and that's totally cool, 
But if I'm not what you're looking for, that's fine too. I'm going to just do my own thing. So if the women that you're going after, Zach, that they're like, hey, you got to look, you better know how to put in work. Zach, you, look, you either better put in some work, man, or you just find another woman, man. I think where it's hypergamy. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about, man. And some people can't handle that. Women, look, I think 99.9% of women, dude, are like, they're all, they're all, they're beasts, man. They can be some beasts, okay? And the, that that point one percent, man, like those are kind of sort of the ones that they're they're rare. But like you just gotta you gotta get into the battlefield, man. And I, I'm learning that now. Like it's a it's a war zone. It's a war zone. In the dating game, it's a war zone, man. You're gonna you may get some grenades. You may get shot in the head. You may get stabbed, man. But you just gotta be ready for it. I'm playing that Bruno Mars song in the back of my mind. Oh, catch a grenade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, but I wouldn't catch a grenade for none of these broads. I'm sorry. I would not do, or I would never cut my head on a blade. No, uh, it, most of the problem is, uh, a lot of the women I've talked to have been, like, quote, religious, and then they'll say stuff like this, uh, or they'll message me stuff like this, and I'm like, but first of all, let's open the Bible. Why does that matter? <laughs> Second of all, I think that I've been too narrow-minded in my search. Because I know that uh, I'm not looking for anybody. For the last, like, year and a half, mm-hmm. I've become pretty okay with the idea that I'm just doing me. Because the more I'm doing me, the more I can grow. And that just looks better in the long run. Now, are you doing you or are you, like, are you in your mind thinking, like, I want to find somebody? Because, like, you kind of have to eliminate that in your head. Because whatever comes to me just comes to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I say, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing me. But, like, I still have dating apps up. So, like, I was like, am I really doing me or am I just hoping that I find somebody? Like, so it, it kind of goes hand in hand, man. And I think that you have to, I think it comes with, there's a guy I listen to on YouTube named C Boogie, man. And, like, he talks about self-improvement, man. Going, it's a journey. And sometimes, like you say, like you said, Zach, like, you you don't like, uh, you like social interaction. Dude, sometimes, man, like, the journey of finding yourself, because I haven't even really found myself yet. But it's, it's, it's starting because I'm learning. I'm kind of falling back from certain things. I'm taking time to really wonder, like, hmm, how do I feel about this? Like, or I, I do a lot of, like, I go out alone sometimes. And I'll just, like, look at my interactions. Like, how am I going to do by myself? Because not everyone's going to be. At the end of the day, man, you can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to yourself. So are you really, so are you really putting forth that effort, not with just females, just, like, in your life? Like for you with the whole with the weight thing, like sometimes, yeah, do we mess up in our diets? Or I don't even want to say diets. Just like, are we messing up in our active lifestyles and eating? Yeah, it happens, man. But like, you can't keep lying to yourself. If you want if you want to lose that eighty pounds or however many pounds you want to lose, man. Like, I have to ask myself this lie. I'm like, do I really need to eat that right now? Like, nah. Like, you just, it's a journey. It's it's self improvement, man. So I think to know yourself before you get to know someone else. Well, like, because like women can see that they can see like if you're not sure, like they'll they'll, they'll prey on that. They go, oh okay. So like, say for instance, you get a smoking hot chick, and you're like in your mind, you're like, oh, how did I get her? I don't know how the fuck I got her, but I got her. She'll see that and she'll go, hmm, all right. It looks like he'll do anything to keep me. So let me just uh, not talk to him for a week, mess with his head a little bit. That those things happen, man. That's honestly one of my biggest pet peeves right there. If you if you ghost me, I'm gonna ghost you forever. You think that? No, like, I'm I'm, I'm keeping it 100. I have had women ghost me, and then, oh, they're feeling lonely one night, and they'll text me. I'm like, oh, hell no. 
You may just gonna hit me up, delete this number. Oh, you go that far? I wouldn't go that far, man. It's just why do why am I only a backseat option for you? I hate feeling like a backseat option, Ooh. and I feel like I've had to settle for some sort of expectation of a backseat option, and it's just it's BS. I'll be honest with you, I haven't used dating apps in the last two years because I've had them on my phone, but all you get are, are scammy advertisements, or you get a message from the creator of the app, and you're like, oh, I got a message. Nope. It's just, it's BS. People are on there looking for a particular thing, and I'm just, I'm not going to buy into that. And I've, I've used apps like Tinder, and I've used them recently, but I'm not using them to, like, find somebody, to meet somebody. I don't, I don't care about that at all. And my parents, well, my, my mom, for the most part, at this point, is like, well, you're, you're going to be 26 soon, and uh, my sister has a baby, and my, all my three brothers have kids, and I'm the only uh, child that's my dad's full-blood child. When am I going to have a kid? Honestly, I don't know. That's want actually kids. a question that comes up. Yeah, my mom wants me to go ahead and find somebody and have a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, no. First of all, I don't even want kids. Like, I just have no interest in, in, in that whole expectation. And everybody tells me, when you meet the right one, it's going to change. She's going to talk you into it, and you're going to have a family, and we're going to be great. I'm going to be a grandma. And look, you're already a grandma, okay? You don't need to have one more grandkid. I, I'm, I'm doing me right now. I want to find somebody, but I want to enjoy finding somebody before that even comes up in conversation. Yeah, because you have to – that's like – that's like it's like this. It's like variety. Life's about variety, and also like I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, you. You mentioned something about um, women and how like damn, what did you say? Because like you you say a lot, and it's like it's like my mind is like a firework. It's just like yeah. it's exploding because I'm because I'm like, dude, I, I I got that. Oh, okay. Women ghosting people. One of the things that I've learned is like you. Oh, not being a second a backseat option. Dude, let me tell you something. The average girl, I was just telling my homeboy Sam this today at, at my job. A lot of women do, they got a roster of dudes, man. Like, like, you're not the only one they're texting. So here's the thing, Zach, that's why, dude, you have to have, I've learned to think in abundance, bro. I'm not saying be a player. I'm not saying that. No, man. If you're single, she's single. Have you ever noticed, like, whenever you're single and a girl is single, and, like, she may talk to multiple dudes, but she's like, I don't want players. B- believe me, man. She's got about two other dudes in her DMs through or on her phone texting her. How do I know that? Because I've seen it, man. I've seen it. I've been on the receive. <clears throat> I've been on the receiving end, and I've also been on the ghosting end, or oh, not receiving the benefit, the benefiting side, and the ghosting side. Those are girls that I used to mess with, man, back in the day. I, I have to tell you her name. I've, t- I've-, I've told this story multiple times, I think. But like, she would like. She had a boyfriend. And, like, she let me smash, dude, a lot. But, like, she also had other dudes in her DMs. And, like, she would let me read her text messages. And I'd be like, what the fuck? What is this? And she's like, yeah, this guy's annoying. Or, like, my boyfriend's annoying me. You know? But she would ghost him for me. And I wasn't even with her. Like, not like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, like, it's just, like, you got to think in abundance, man. You have, an, you have to have an abundance mindset. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket because what happens if, those eggs spoil and you have nothing to make an omelet with. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody steals your eggs, it's like, boom, what do I do? So, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a player. I never have been. That's not my mantra. I don't, that's not my MO. But I do think that having your planting multiple seeds and watering multiple seeds, like, 
that only it brings for more of a better vegetable garden, man. Like as opposed to like I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my eggs in one basket. I'm gonna all these apple seeds right here. I'm gonna make sure that they nah, man. You can't always assume that you're the only one, and that's that, that's being real, man. That's being real. I'm telling you. You ask the look at the average girl, I, dude. I used it today. I asked a girl today. I said, hey, you know what? You know, being a player or whatever. I asked a girl one time, you know, being a player. What is what is a player? We well, talk to multiple guys. Well, <clears throat> how many guys? Are, how many guys are texting you right now that you're not with? Oh, well, like five. Five. You have five guys texting you. Why is that? You should only be talking to one guy. If you are you a player? Well, no. Okay, so I'm not a player. Like it's 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 nerve wracking, man. But never ever be upset with females, dude. Unless of course they like slash your tires or they wrong you in some way, shape, or form. But don't marvel. I say don't marvel. Don't be upset with them. That's just what they, what some of them do, man. Like that's well, what I've learned. I've never been a player. I don't plan on being a player. What I usually do is talk to one person at a time. Even if there's nothing serious and we're just talking, I feel like it's respectful to talk to that one person. So talking to like five people at once, just I don't know why I would do that. Well, I think and I don't even think I could even get to that point yeah, because of you could. I haven't found any. I haven't found more than one at a time that's been attracted to me. Well, it depends on. Here's the thing: it depends on what you're looking for. It depends on who. My bad. Who you're looking for? I think. Again, you're aiming for the stars, man. Like not you, but like a person that's aiming for the stars, <clears throat> and women. I feel like women have a better time of getting a guy. Not well, yeah. I would say getting a guy that's not necessarily out of their league, but it's weird. It's it's just different, man. I think women have an easier time with getting guys, and I think guys do with getting girls because what girls have between their legs, man, it's valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like in some cases, although I, in my opinion, pizza's pizza, man. But you know, it is what it is. But I just think that, like, I don't know. You can't really look at you. You got to look at it in, just in a different aspect, man. Um, and by no means, and I, like I said, I'm not an expert on any of this. These are just things that I've observed over time that all my friends have been through. I look back at things that I've been through, and it just it, it, it's it's the same thing, man. And you got to look at you know, go where you're celebrated, meaning, yeah, your girl you're with may be a six, but you know what, man. She um, she'll be there with you through thick and thin, man. They say that dealing with girls who are dime pieces or tens, they're harder to deal with, man. They're gonna cause you stress. So, from in my opinion, I would much rather settle with a woman who is deemed or considered by society a six or seven or whatever, man, that enjoys me for me. We're taught in society to always go for the chicks with the big asses and big Instagram models, dude. Why? Well, but but the world standards, the women I'm attracted to, are lower on that scale. Because oh. the women who are tinged by the world standards are are fit and looking good and are usually skinny. And there's you know that's what society has normally been deeming as attractive. Right. Whereas that's nothing at all what I'm attracted to. So then you should have you. So in that case, bro, you're on the right path. I honestly think that you between because I don't I'm not really a superficial guy, man. Like really. I look I look at like I look at a girl's intangibles or a woman's intangibles, then I look at, okay, where's her head at? You know what I'm saying? Like, does she have the same, a good mindset? Between us, you're probably going to get married before I will. <laughs> I, I think I, I could totally I say... That's a bold statement. Yeah, I think I think it's going to happen because I, I like to, I, I think in abundance, because I've been burned so many times, um, but also it's just like, I'm very cautious. 
But I, I but I, and I've never, I've only fallen in love maybe once, and that was after having about eight apple orchards <laughs> that I, that I told a girl, and I fall, oh, I messed this up so bad, man. I told a girl that I loved her. I was drunk, and like to this day, I still beat myself up over it. And I, I didn't mean it, like I did, but like. It didn't have to come out that way. And everything was going smooth between me and this girl, bro. But it's just like, I was like, why did I say that? Like, why, why, like, why? You're, but you're going to get married before me, man. I think in, oh, we'll have to, this is for a whole other podcast, man, if we're going to do it. But, like, marriage, dude, is just so, it's not what it used to be, man. I, a lot of the married guys that I know, that I've talked to from time to time, like, I ask them, how's the marriage? Man, has its ups and downs. I've never met one person go uh, that that says, "Hey, man, it's perfect, bro. She's perfect." Man, they may say that like by like year one through like three, but then like hardships happen. My grandparents used to argue a lot, like, mm-hmm. but they were married since you know what I'm saying they married in what like 1940 whatever. May they rest in peace. But like they've they were married for a minute. But it's like once you once you're with somebody that long, I kind of feel like you can't just leave. Why would you leave after like 60 years of marriage, man? Well, that's true. But but it, but it happens. It happens though. It does happen a lot. My parents were best friends for like thirteen years before they got married. For yeah, they're like twenty or something. Yeah, and, and you owe it to yourself. If and that's why I think Zach that you're you're a good man, dude, because you want to be friends with the, some of the women first. But like, yeah, see, I don't I don't like uh, meeting somebody and then investing in them and then not going somewhere. Uh, romantically so I like to approach it as who are you as a person and maybe we can get along and then from there we can kind of see where this goes and a lot of women have been trying to put that in their bios and I'm like I I can vibe with that the problem with most apps is they don't match back with you so you don't get that chance I was talking to somebody um, like last week or Mm -hmm. actually this week um, we were talking for one day Uh, we matched on Tinder and I was like this is very rare for me. I was like, cool. She was 28. I'm like, okay. She's a little bigger. Okay. And one of her profile pictures of her in a Pikachu costume. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Your boy can get behind that. But yeah, Literally. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but uh, we were talking for a day. Got along great. We were doing, we were going to actually, I was like, I don't want to talk for days and days and this go nowhere. I was like, All right, 4th of July, what are you doing? Let's go see Spider-Man. Because she was big into Marvel. And she was like, I might be free. I'll hit you back. And I was like, cool. So I go to bed thinking, great, I might have a date tomorrow. First date in a while. I'm feeling good about myself, uh, trying to get out there. I wake up, she unmatched with me. Yo. And I'm like, we talked for an entire day. She was hitting me back like within four minutes of each reply. Like We were talking consistently throughout the day. I'm at work like texting beneath my desk. Trying to get some messages out, and I, and I thought we were doing great, and then out of nowhere, unmatched. And I'm like, "What happened in the time it took you to respond to me?" Because she was going to see family that day. Alle- like, allegedly, she was going to go see family. Exactly. Allegedly. And I was like, "Did your family say, yo, he's 22? You know, no." Because a lot of women have been like, "Oh, baby boy, you, you're not, you're not going to match these standards because one, I don't have the facial hair to look like I'm old enough to pass for somebody who's 25." And second of all, I don't have the success to match most women who are older. But when I do find that rare situation where somebody gives me a chance, usually it goes well. Because as a person on a base level, I'm respectful, and I don't I know when and where to you know take things. Again, I'm no expert, but I will say this: I think where you went wrong, 
you keep those convers like you were keeping the conversation on yeah you were that's what you did dude like when it comes to like it makes it a little bit easier because you're not investing too much time in it but imagine if you were to go back and you were like okay you're saying all these things from jump because you're on you're on bumble no it was tinder okay so i never used bumble dude you should bumble have you heard of hinge yeah i tried that hinge yeah hinge is kind of it's it's up and down wasn't my thing but so for bumble you use bumble they have to message you if you match with them they message you but like like if you match it's kind of weird man like if you match with somebody they the woman has to you know you match and then you um she's had to say hi and by the way dude like i've said this multiple times Women have the worst icebreakers. They talk about how men are boring and say, hey, hi, I want a guy to be spun. No, dude. I had a girl one time hit me with like some trivia from history that I already knew. <laughs> and I was just like, this is dumb as fuck. This is terrible. But what I'm saying is, man, is like when you're on like an app like Bumble, or if you, the minute you initiate that conversation, bro, put get your number out there, bro. Like, I would say I've learned to give women my number so they can hit me up. So I know like we'll see if the interest is there. Because if you hit, if you get their number, you text them, hey, what's going on? Then you're wondering, where did I go wrong? You know, like, what would happen? Dude, she's probably got, like, and that's, that's another thing. A dating app, dude. She's on, imagine how many dudes that she's matched with after, like, outside of you. How do you stand out? Like, that's all you have to put that in consideration, too. So you'll, lo- you'll know, I've learned that I would know a woman's level of interest in me if I give her my number she hits me back. Now, what happens after that? I've had, I've, had, I've had girls that I've hit, hit them with my number. We'll text for maybe a day or so and it just dies down. That's fine. But when you're wasting your time on the app that long, if you're texting somebody, you're on there for days messaging them, like, dude, like, that, that gets boring. And after a while, you just have to get straight to the point because women like that, man. Like, they like it when do, and even if they reject you, it's like, well, you know what? At least you got to the point versus you like Pikachu. I like Pikachu. Hey. Uh, well, we only talked for one day. Oh, dude, you should have you should have got a number. You should have you should have gotten something within like within like thirty minutes, man. Like I don't spend my time on their messaging. You're that comfortable giving your number out to people? Yeah. Um, well, what, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Like I don't know. You know, I have to disable my Snap Maps because I I don't like people looking at where I'm at. Uh, I've never had. I've I've I could. It's funny seeing where people are at. Like, I love looking at that. Cause it, I'm cause, like, oh, so you're trying to ghost me? Because I've texted people, been like, what the. What the heck are you doing over here? Dude, I've seen I've seen some people, and little do they know when you're on the Snap map, little do they know, man, like you can see where they're at. I've seen some people on Snapchat, man, that I'm like, yo, why are these two together? Like what's going on? <laughs> like I'm like and, and, okay. and it's like and it's one thing okay. like, like whenever you zoom in, you can zoom in on the map. Yeah. And it's like usually it looks like they're by each other, but they're like miles apart. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some where I'm like, yo, they're in the same what are they doing together? What the hell? I was like, then she had a boyfriend? Like not that I care, but I'm like, oh, so she's a savage. Yeah, you're I'm just like, being curious. You're yeah, I'm like, like that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I'm like, yo, oh, they're both. Oh, they both went to the river market. Hmm. It's you know what I'm saying, like, but yeah, it's it's dude, you can't waste a lot of time on like dating apps, man, or social media for that matter. Now, whenever you go out with me, man, like, I've the problem that I've noticed. Like, we're jumping from topic to topic. So it's just whatever, <laughs> man. Who cares? Um, I'm gonna. How, how long is this podcast so far? This, this is gonna be about an hour worth of material, but I think I'm gonna break it up. Yeah, okay. we're at 48 minutes. Let's see. Maximum recording is six. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Here's what we'll do. 
that first half, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put that on separately because we've already got like 48 minutes. So who cares? Anyways, oh the club stuff, dude. You're 25. Yeah, okay. about to be 26. So, have you ever like gotten a girl's like? Because I, 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 it was bizarre to me. I asked a girl for a number, and nowadays like, it's the younger girls that like this. They're like, "No, but you could have my Snapchat, dude." I'm like, "I don't want your Snapchat." I've heard you talking about this. I don't want your fucking Look, Snapchat. I'll add anybody who wants to add me on Snapchat at Fat Love, okay? But at the same time, oh, and spell that by the way. Put it it's out. It's P H A T L O V E. It's all one word, all lowercase, <clears> and. It's because I like seeing what other people are doing on their Snapchat. People post some wild stuff on Snapchat. True. And I'll say this myself. I, will, I don't post on Facebook as far as my personal messages go, like an actual updated status. Yeah. Outside of like once or twice a year. I don't update my profile picture very often. I, I had the same uh, profile photo from like a year ago. Okay. Because um, I liked the haircut I got in that photo when I was, I was rocking it. Uh, <laughs> with Snapchat... I'll post all kinds of crazy stuff on my Snapchat. True. It will expire in a day, and it's gone. For allegedly, I don't know where actually the servers are taking that stuff. But at the same time, I was like, I don't mind because I can be more myself. Whereas on fa- on Facebook, I don't add anybody I don't know. I have a friend of mine who actually my roommate. He will add anybody on Facebook. He's like, those are connections. One day when I make it. I'm gonna add anybody who wants to see any of my stuff because they will they will have full access to that and when I make it they'll click on my stuff, and I'm like it's fair enough. But I I share on Facebook more personal stuff, uh, stuff that I want people to actually see and not something oh Zach posted something let's just keep scrolling, you know. So I post my other stuff on my uh, Twitter or my Snapchat. I very rarely use Instagram, but. Um, a lot of people trash, are using dude. that a lot yeah. lately. And I'm just like, I'm just not big. Like, what am I going to take a photo of that's going to have some impact? You I know? really want to delete my Instagram. I really do. But, like, <clears throat> I'm on that. I follow a lot of, like, workouts and stuff. So, it's mm-hmm. like I've worked to make an archive that I've saved. Other than that, man, like, dude, Instagram to me has just become a hub of just not negativity, man. But, like. You could tell when people are posting just to post, just to kind of like... Update their profile. No, like not even that. Just like, just to be like, I look at me, I'm here. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But at the same time, it's just like, man, like we have to know that you're eating a cheeseburger at some Mongolian grill. Like we have to know. If I had kept updating my Instagram, I would have been a foodie and I would have hated myself low key for that. Because I used to, I still do. I love taking photos of my food. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I stopped posting it though. But I follow a lot of people on Instagram I probably shouldn't. I follow celebrities, and then I follow a lot of women that I probably shouldn't follow. But outside of that, I post mostly on my Snapchat because I'm, I'm more free to post what I want. And because I add so many people on there, I'll get like maybe 106 people to view my stuff every day. So like yesterday, I put out a new YouTube video. I put out two of them, actually. I, made, I played some Dead by Daylight. You finally made a YouTube? Yeah. I've had it YouTube for years. Okay. I just haven't been using it. Is it the Alpha Non? Alpha Phenomenon. Alpha Phenomenon. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a that's a dope and ass name, by the way. I uh, I put out a Dead by Daylight gameplay with my buddies, and then I put out uh, a Rainbow Six gameplay with my other friend mm-hmm. um, because they're having limited mode right now. And I put a compilation together, and uh, I shared it on my Snapchat, and I got a couple of views off of it. Not a lot, but I mean, like, it's a one way to get my stuff out there because uh, right now I haven't been posting frequently enough to be like trending or anything. But it's still fun to do, and I enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That, yeah. social media is a weird thing for me because True. you have to keep on it to stay relevant. But if you get too complacent, you lose your momentum, 
and I, I keep consistently losing my momentum because I'll take a break for too long. Yeah, it's and it becomes a: Are you tired or are you uninspired? Like, yeah, that's what it, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, and that's no, again, I'm not taking swipes at people that that post on Instagram because it, 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 the way I sound, they make, they make it seem as though it's like, oh, you're just mad because you don't get likes. No, I don't. It's just I'm just like, hmm, like a lot of people that I know, I'm just like. I know why you're doing this. Like I, I know why, it, but it doesn't matter. They don't give a shit about what I think, so that's fine. That's totally cool. Um, but I just wish that for like a month, that Instagram would just shut down completely. Like there's no like you can't get back. Like, would that would then force us as a society to integrate and like to maybe do a little bit better with communication, man? You, know, you shut down the DMs or you shut down something on Instagram, man. It, it, to me, it's funny. I, I get a joy out of stuff like that. It, it, mm-hmm. Just thinking about it, because I'm like, dude, they'd shrivel up and die. Some people would. Like, socially, you know, because that's a buffer. Social media, to me, is a buffer to be who you want to be versus who you are in real life. Mm-hmm. You portray a certain lifestyle. Nothing wrong with it, but... Oh, yeah, and you can see that in a lot of people's yeah, yeah, posts. Nothing wrong, with, nothing wrong with it, but it's just one of those things where it's like, hmm... You know, I wonder, you know, if you're doing this and doing that, you know, it's it, it's interesting, man. It, it's mm-hmm. interesting to say the least. And I, I and I applaud people that, you know, that would stop. Look, oh, we got six minutes left, man. Actually, we could wrap up here. Zach, hey, real quick, you want to give a shout out to your social media, man? Speaking of that, yeah, uh, yeah, going ahead, man. Of course, the Snapchat I said was Fat Love, and then uh, my Twitter or uh, my Instagram, if you want to follow that, is both Zach Love or is uh, Fat Love one four five. Uh, it's just a fat love with a one four five at the end there, and then my YouTube is Alpha Phenomenon Gaming. If you want to look at that, if you're into gaming videos, I, I see it. It's fun. We just I literally just spent like two minutes bashing people, and I'm like, hey man, what's your social media? <laughs> like, I'm such a hypocrite sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. We all are. At the end we, of the day, it happens. I mean, there are things that we're all liking to be better at, but then we like to pretend that other people are lesser than us to feel better. Yeah, it's a weird concept, but yeah. I think what I'm gonna do for this man. So because this is almost 60 minutes, and because the first one was interrupted. That first one, the first yeah. podcast, yeah. That, I, I, dude, yeah, that, was, that was, dude, that was getting somewhere, man. It really was. I wish I didn't name drop my place of work, but uh, I, who cares? I didn't say anything bad. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I have an idea of how I'm going to creatively make that. I'm probably going to have to make an intro ex- explaining. And who, who knows? But anyways, guys, um... Fat Love Talk, a.k.a. Zach Love, man. Good dude. Hit up his social media. Dude, talk real quick. You got a podcast as well, yeah, man. I forgot about that. Of course that. I do. Fat Love Talk. Fat yeah. Love Talk. You mentioned that in the beginning. Uh, I, I did. I only put out a podcast this week. Uh, there's a Mario Maker 2 at a campaign, and uh, Crash Team Racing came out with an adventure mode. I've been streaming that on my channel. I'll be talking about that, reviewing it, and then I'll be talking about other stuff as well online. Nucking futs. Anyways... This is the Willing to Go Ham podcast, and we're out.